Welcome to Joel and the Boys Basketball Podcast. I'm Marcus Simmons. I'm one of the hosts, and I'm here with my other two co-hosts, our resident Laker fan, Joey Simmons. What's up? Oh, I'm back after one week absence. I'm back on the scene. Glad to be here. And my pops, also known to some as Coach Simmons, and also the AutoCAD entrepreneur, Joel Simmons. How you doing today, Pop? I'm good, man. Glad to be here. Okay, and uh, first up, we're going to talk about uh, big injury news on the NBA front. Uh, LeBron James, he hurt his, uh, he had a high ankle sprain. And uh, sadly, also uh, LaMelo Ball, he um, had a wrist injury, broke his wrist, and likely out for the season. And we're going to talk about some NBA games from Sunday and Monday just to check on what's going on on the NBA standings and everything like that. And, uh, of course, the NBA trades, um, we're getting near the 25th. That's the deadline, and we're going to talk about some different trades that have appeared. So, first up, we're going to talk about, you know, King James. He uh, he had a high ankle sprain. They're saying he's possibly, he's possibly going to be out for a month or three weeks, three to four weeks. I guess if they're lucky, and um, I could kind of speak from experience. I I had a high ankle sprain back when I was in college. I know I'm not a supreme athlete like LeBron James, nowhere near that. But it was to the point where I don't think I've that my my ankle still hurts. I just say that like I did that way back in 2008, and um, you know that's that was a long time ago, and it still hurts. And they're saying. A lot of times, high ankle sprains are worse than like lower ankle sprains because it's part of your leg that's affected. And when you see how it happened, this guy um, from the Heat basically had his entire upper body just fell on LeBron's leg, and I was like, God, like, cause you know LeBron, I've seen him bend his knee backwards when he played against the Knicks like um, several years ago. And then he just came back. So a lot of times when I heard about it, I was like, LeBron, he's going to be back. Because right after that play, he he shot a three and uh, made it nothing but net. And he was kind of limping. So I thought, oh, he's just going to tighten up his shoes and uh, kind of fight through it. But something to that effect, like that that's, that just shows you, like, the game is real, real fragile in that aspect. Like now, that's what we're going to talk about. Do y'all think the Lakers are going to hold on to the top, um, I guess, the one – one, two, three seed, or do y'all think they're going to start falling? I think they're going to make it. They're going to hold that top three spot because uh, a lot of those other teams in the West, they're mostly young, up-and-coming teams or teams that's just stuck in a, uh, the same kind of mold they've been in for the past few years. So I think I still think the Lakers are still like the team to beat. Uh, I, I think it all depends on uh, the uh, the remaining cast of characters, the uh, – Veterans, uh, some of these other up and coming players like Kuzman decides what they're gonna do. I, I can't see the Lakers holding on to the number one spot, uh, but I'm not gonna say how far they're gonna drop because, like I said, it depends on that crew and what that coaching staff can, can patch together until the LeBron or AD gets back. Yep. I think they might be in a little trouble because they they lost um, Sunday. Um, they lost to the Suns. Um, they kind of blowed out pretty much. I think they lost the. Basically lost a second in the four quarters. Like their starters, I guess, can keep up with people. Then now, with LeBron being out, that just makes their bench more of an issue. Mm-hmm. And I got to look at their – I had a chance to look at the rest of their schedule. But I think they probably can at least go possibly like 50-50 if, if that. But I think they're probably going to fall to maybe the fourth seed, the fourth or fifth seed. Because like Joe was saying, a lot of those other teams like the Mavericks, uh, Portland – 
um, then you know the like the Warriors are still in the hunt. Memphis, those other teams, they're not world beaters outside of you know the top top three teams like Phoenix and the Clippers. So I think they can probably still hold on because they had a good. They did their work early, you know, early in the season. They they kind of tore off a lot of uh, win streaks and got got a good space. And I forget, you know, the Jazz, of course. So <laughs> I just think um, I think they'll possibly be able to hold on to the one through sixty. I don't think they're gonna fall to the like to the bottom. I don't think they don't they don't make the playoffs. It's just I mean to me it's that bench uh, and the players they have available now. They're gonna have to step up. It, it's all and, and the coach kind of talked about that a little bit about you know his next man up, basically. And do y'all think AD is think he's gonna come back before LeBron does, or what do y'all think about him? Uh, I think he probably gonna come back after LeBron because the extent of his injury is some. Uh, it looks like he's more serious than LeBron's, and plus he like uh, he's a bigger guy too. I, I, that's why I think he probably gonna come back after LeBron. I think I think AD's gonna be out as long as AD wants to stay out because uh, think about it, AD's a big. What is he six eleven? Yeah, six ten and a half. Seven feet. Uh, he 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 he's seen the history of the NBA. He knows uh-huh. what happened to KD. And a lot of those guys, you know, they might not they might not act like it, but they're gonna say, no, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till definitely I'm a hundred percent or ninety nine percent healthy because coming back and uh, jeopardizing your your career for one season is not worth it. And I'll move on to another um, injury. This is more disappointing. You know, LaMelo Ball, he, oh, I guess man. he broke his wrist. Tough. Yeah. And, you know, he was having – basically, I still think he's rookie of the year. I think he's he done is, enough he rookie of the league. To, um, to, to warrant winning that award. Because uh, right now the Hornets, they're actually in the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. And they beat the Spurs yesterday 100-97. to So they're still – you know, this is one game, but it still seems like they have enough to still stay in the playoff hunt. And um, what do y'all think? Um, do you think the Hornets are going to stay in the playoffs with LaMelo being out? Or what do y'all think? Mm, I see them getting put out in the first round, of course. I'm saying you still think they're going to stay in the playoff race? Does you think? Oh, okay. Uh, I think they will because uh, they still got Haywood and a couple of um, – other talented guys on their team, I, and uh, they got a good coaching staff. So I think uh, they're gonna still stay in that playoff hunt. Well, let me tell you something. Doc, what I heard uh, Doc Rivers say years ago, and, it, and it, it really resonates with me. He says everybody he gets a check, right? Everybody gets paid. Uh, those guys, uh, I mean, I know they might be the second string guard and everything, but you know they're obligated to play and play up to their abilities. In some cases, when it gets necessary, to play above their abilities. I, I think they have enough talent on that team. To uh, maintain, I don't know about this. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're gonna rise above the six seed, but I think they, I think they're, they're available to make the playoffs with what they have, and hold on to that seed. Yeah, that's. I think hopefully they hope they do stay in it because that's a good story for it the is, NBA um, with story. the Hornets coming back to some type of prominence because a lot of people, you know, laughed at them for giving Hayward uh, all that money, and um, he's bet. proven his point when he's healthy he's still an all-star caliber player you bet. and I'm glad for LaMelo to play the way he's played and he you know proved us wrong because I didn't think he was oh. going to be this be this good and um, I didn't I understand just, it I didn't understand I, I didn't I mean I, I never put that guy on the pedestal like that. He, he played tremendous and I, I just hope yeah. they um they stay in the hunt just for the NBA sake and uh, with that let's move on to I'm going to say the NBA games um, 
game happened uh, yesterday. Um, the Rockets, they finally ended their 20-game losing streak by beating the Hawks. I mean, not the Hawks, the Raptors, 117-99. John Wall, he had a triple-double. And um, I'm happy for the Rockets because I, I didn't even want to watch that. Uh, uh, Steven Silas, they said the interview was real real sad the way he's kind of down about losing 20 straight games and kind of he had he kind of was dealt a bad hand from the get-go bad hand. by taking that um it taking that can. job or he lost Harden well he lost Westbrook first then Harden you know they want to be there then just tumultuous um their young um signee that Woods uh he was hurt for a good chunk of the season Absolutely. wall in and out boogie you yep. know it's kind of a shell of himself yep and uh, even then when they got Oladipo, you know, he basically plays every now and then. And it's just it's just been a rough year um, for for the Rockets, mainly, the you know, the coach. So somebody that waited 20 years mm-hmm. to get a head coaching position, he gets this crap. So it's kind of – I'm glad they finally ended that, that streak. Yeah. And um, with the Toronto, that's another team in free fall. Uh, they previously – before that Sunday, they lost to the Cavs one sixteen and one hundred five. And during that game, I think well towards the end of it, Spicy P uh, Siakam, I guess he cursed out Nick Nurse or said something wrong to him. He got fined, I think, by the team like twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I think pocket change. And now the Raptors, they're at the point they've lost nine in a row. So with the Rockets finally winning, now the Ra- Raptors have the longest losing streak in the NBA. So it just shows you how. Mm-hmm. The NBA can change in can one go, or two years. Go from the outhouse yeah. to the pen, penthouse to the outhouse. It doesn't matter. And um, do y'all, speaking of raps, real quick, do y'all think they're gonna? They're I think they're getting close to being on the outside of the play-in tournament. Do y'all think they're gonna make the playoffs or get in the play-in tournament? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, they ain't, they ain't got no gas and no energy. I don't see them doing it. I, yeah, I, I think it, then it depends on what's going to happen on 25th. That's what people are saying now that they're in free fall. I think Lowry's probably going to get moved more than likely. But to the heat? To we're going to see about, well, if that happens yeah. um, on Thursday. And um, also yesterday, the Celtics, they lost to the Grizzlies <laughs> 132 to 126 in overtime. But yeah. it kind of has an ass to me has an asterisk by Kimba didn't play and then Jason Tatum at the last minute he was scratched mm. and um Jalen Brown scored I think somewhere up to 40 some points but it just wasn't enough in in overtime but yep. it's just another bad loss for the Celtics who are still I think they're they might be in the ninth seed right now right. or eighth seed and it, it's not good and uh they got to get they gotta get something um, done on the twenty fifth. The, the Celtics have 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 a, a first round if they get in the playoffs, first round loss written all over them. The way they the way they're playing and, and the way they're running their team. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just a, a they need somebody. Like you said, it, it, it maybe something could happen during the trade. Bring somebody in to shake things up. Who knows? Hey, I'm, you know who would be good if I know it's an impossible scenario? Yeah. Chris Paul. Chris Paul, <laughs> Chris Paul not going to no yeah, boss. <laughs> if, uh, He's too smart for that. If they could get somebody like him that'll, that'll get on to him and tell him where to be at and stuff, like like a Draymond or somebody like even that, that's what they need, somebody you, coming you, up. You're talking about a grown, ain't it a grown yeah, man? I'm telling like, you, man, hey, you need a grown man in hey, that locker him, room. you playing like crap. Stop shooting all them threes. You know, just that stuff like that. 
I just need somebody to hold him accountable because I, I don't know if the coach can, can motivate him anymore. I'm, I'm sort of yeah, to the point where he maybe he wants to go back to college. He has that old look about him, like I, you know. Yeah, he's a good coach, but I don't think this not, this ain't the scenario for him now. Kind of like how Nick Saban went to Miami. Kind of like how Nick Saban, he you know, I don't fault nobody for trying something different. No, no, but uh, it just ain't work out. He'll take know? that money. Let's just move on to the really the biggest story in the NBA right now. We're kind of in the Trades. the the middle part of the well towards the end of the season, but the biggest thing is the NBA trades. Now we haven't had too many blockbusters yet. There's been a lot of role players being mm-hmm. traded and other people. Um, I didn't even know Reza got traded. He he wasn't even with the Oklahoma Thunder. I guess he was doing like Iguodala was last year where he didn't mm-hmm. report to Memphis. Mm-hmm. And he just sat out. That's why he, he really yeah. wasn't on their team. So, yeah. But one of the b- big news from the NBA trade front, uh, Aaron, Gordon, Aaron Gordon, he finally requested a trade um, mm-hmm. to get out of Orlando, which has been probably five or six years in the making. Oh, and um, different articles I read, they say – Boston supposedly is the front runner. Then I hear Trailblazers. Then I always hear, of course, talking about ad nauseum, uh, the Warriors. Mm. Um, you know, what do y'all think um, he would be best suited suited as? Boston, <laughs> definitely Boston. I don't. I don't think. I guess it wouldn't hurt because he he can. You know, this just adds more scoring. But I think they would have to the, the mock trades I've seen. They mean. They would lose Marcus Smart, mm-hmm. and probably some of that. I guess the trade exceptions. I don't. I don't understand. I guess it's about money. Mm-hmm. They would lose Marcus Smart in doing this, so that just oh, means yeah. their bench. Oh, they ain't nobody. Hypothetically, yeah, would be weaker. And um, then the deal with Portland, I think that would work better for him, where he would be a three, a, the third option, or fourth option, if you want to say Nurkic mm-hmm. is, um, if he comes back healthy. And that probably would better suit him where he's a bigger forward and he can actually get his shot. He's not the mm-hmm. best shooter, but he can at least, you know. He can manufacture two yeah. points when he has to. Because when they, yeah. you know, when they double Dame, hypothetically, he can, he's, he's, he's a solid enough playmaker where he'll know what to do and he can at least get to the basket and possibly kick it out to someone else, get it back to CJ or mm-hmm. that, that to me probably would be the best look for him. And then they, you know, they, we talk about this for you know Golden State. I guess that would particularly work, but I just don't like the fact that he's a sh- not a great shooter. And then you put him beside Draymond, but he has size and rebounding. But he's big enough. I think he's more aggressive than uh you know Wiggins. Mm-hmm. And um I know he's a couple, a couple years older. They might be the same age. I know Aaron Gordon's twenty five, but um. But more than likely, I think he's probably going to end up the way everybody's talking, probably with the Celtics, I think. But mm-hmm. they've been pump faking for so many years during the season. I, I could see yeah. somebody crazy. The Spurs might jump out of nowhere <laughs> and get them. <laughs> it's still not going away. So yeah. I, I just hope – I'm just happy for him. I just hope he gets out of there. Then with his – also um, – his teammate Evan Fournier, they say the Celtics possibly want him too, so it might be like a double deal uh-huh. where if they get him also, that would be a good look because if they get rid of you know, Mark Smart, they would at least have Fournier to possibly come off the bench mm-hmm. and give them a boost. And Because um, I forgot, he, Fournier played in Denver. I, I knew he was with some other team before the Magic. 
And um, he came out the bench sometimes there, and I think he's old enough in his career now where he, you know, he has a greater chance of winning and going further in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure he'll be satisfied with um, possibly coming out the bench. Do y'all think that's that's the bets? Look for them to try to get Fournier as well. They need they need they need, they need some shooting. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, it, 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 see the thing is with the Celtics, they, a lot of times, like, seem to me like it, all other NBA teams sort of have them figured out. If if that's a such such a thing as that to figure out a team with that talent, of talent, but I think they're 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 almost uh, one of those teams. You look at them, you say, well, we know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, they they got to me that the, their guard play is really weak. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, Kim was a great story, a great young man, probably, but. They, they, in the offseason, if not this season, the offseason, they got to make a, a strong effort to get them a a guard, a killer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also on the trade front, of course, uh, well, the buyout market, I should say, Drummond, they're saying he's rumored yeah. to be bought out pretty Lakers. soon. And he Lakers. should probably be headed to the Lakers. That's, where, yeah. that's what the articles are saying, so we don't I, know for certain. I but read that. I guess it would seem like a good play, but yeah. now with LeBron being hurt, um, it's kind of moot as a matter of fact because he's not a big scorer. I guess he would just yeah. help I guess with rebounding and he's not like a shot blocker but he's still you know added talent where they get easy baskets mm-hmm. and um, y'all think that'll I guess for the time being help the Lakers if you know LeBron or AD is not back pretty soon yeah they need oh, another yeah. they need another body I mean yeah, yeah he, he, he'll be a stopgap measure I mean you know let's yeah. face it yeah, since uh, Paul Gasol's brother's not working out like they thought, and plus Montrez, you know, he's an athletic guy, but there's only so much he can do. Yeah. And speaking of Montrez, I just saw real quick, they said, you know, Old Depot's still on the the, the hunt, and some guys on the internet somewhere, yeah. I, I'm not for certain, did the trade machine, the money matched up where they traded Montrez to Charlotte mm-hmm. and Oladipo to the Lakers, yeah. and... um. Um, the other players would go to the to the Rockets, think Malik Monk and some other picks or something like that. Yeah, and I I could well, I, I could see that happening because, like you said, if they get Drummond just in the buyout market, that would negate them needing Montrez and then Oladipo would probably add to scorn <clears throat> that uh, that Montrez was actually doing. So. Yeah. Do y'all think that I know that's I don't know if that's a real possibility, but if that happened, you think that would keep the Lakers afloat oh, for yeah. a good while? That, that would that would tie them over. That would that would help them tread water because uh, you know the, the, the Lakers are going to have to decide within the next few days that bench they had have is it is it really a worthy bench that can step up just a little bit? They just need a little a little bit of help out of some of that. Some of those bench players have been disappointed. To be to say to say it kindly, some of them really are playing pretty bad, poorly. And you know, in the last couple of weeks, they've been talking about how how um, uh, what's this boy um, Kush? I mean, Kuzma. Uh, Kuzma. I'm sorry, sorry, Kuzma. They were talking about Kuzma how he had basically stepped his game up somewhat. So hey, you know, the, the, the next couple, the next week is going. I think it's going to be telling. I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And um, another trade I just saw come up on Twitter they were saying possibility they said the Nuggets are offering Bobo to the Pelicans for um, Lonzo Ball mm-hmm. do y'all think uh, should the Pelicans take him on it take him up on the offer you know Bobo is a 7-3 can stretch the floor what do y'all think 
Nah, I wouldn't give up uh, Lonzo because uh, Lonzo, Lonzo he, he got his head on straight. He, he's, he, 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 you can tell he works on his game. He cares about winning. And uh, he's developed. He's kind of getting his shot back together. I, I wouldn't trade. Well, you, you know, if the, if the uh, Pels had had made him a you know a multi year offer, if you think about it, oh, okay. he's ta- they've taken care of everybody else, and uh, he's sort of there on the sidelines, not on the sidelines, but he's he, he's he has the center of interest that that, that uh, he's going to be a big part of the team in the future. Uh, why not get Bobo? I watched him a little bit during this uh, preseason. I, I kind of like Bobo. I like his game. He just need the only thing he needs to do is to start eating and to play more. That's I think that's his biggest problem. He's big he's no bigger than two pencils. I, I think that they know Bobo, Bobo, his health history and he looks um like he can possibly um doesn't have any lingering issues with his body. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they throw in some other thing. I think they should do it because like you said that they didn't they didn't um extend him. Yeah. So he's yep. gonna be, I think, an unrestricted free agent he coming up. Out of so they should probably try to get somebody. I think Bobo can stretch the floor and possibly, you know, play with Zion. You know, Zion's gonna be inside, yep. and he's a big guy that can shoot hypothetically, and um, you yep. know, and that could possibly help them out in the future. Like you say, he just needs to eat. He can eat well in New Orleans. In New Orleans, you bitch. Yep. And um, Put some pounds. I don't know. I kind of just think like. It's kind of up in the air. I think if they throw in like another pick or some type of other player, mm-hmm. they should possibly do it because they, like you said, they didn't offer him. They they they're willing to lose him. So Absolutely, I would possibly do it. But um, also another trade, not not a trade, but just a, um, they said Brogdon with the Pacers. They said the Pacers are actually listening to offers for him, and I was like, it's kind of odd. It just came out of left field, and um. They said uh, even uh, Sabonis possibly. They said they would listen to offers for him because they, I didn't notice. You know, I, things been going fast. The Pacers are really kind of struggling to find wins, um, and so I guess the Pacers might be saying, "Well, let's just blow try to up. get your semi blow it up." I guess, and because they got uh, what's his name back that uh, the the kid um, from Brooklyn. You know, mm-hmm. he's back in the fold, and they think they yeah. might. Yeah. Want to turn the keys over to him and then just get younger with him because Brogdon, you know, he went to college for about yeah, three years. Yeah. He's like twenty three or twenty four, yeah, yeah. so I guess technically that's old in the NBA. They're insane. That boy can play. But yeah. uh, they said, uh, of course, the Clippers are interested in it, and like they Absolutely. got him, they'll be huge. Where he's a rookie of the year. He's he's big. He has plays a good IQ. He's a leader, mm-hmm. and um. You know he'll stand up and tell you know Paul George or Kawhi y'all need yeah. the ball right here and um yeah what do y'all think about that potential of him going to the Clippers or in, or any team I guess you, if you think about it yeah that'd be a plus if they get him because uh, he 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 plays all he, he ready to go and I think like a team like a um, especially in the playoffs coming you need that spark I think he'd be a great a great addition. I think I think he's a great he's a fine talent. He's hard nosed, and I think he understands what his game is, and he knows where he wants to go. I thought, you know, being with the Pacers, I thought that was a, a great move. But if they want to move him on, there's there gonna be some teams out there who who fan work for him, in the right and put him in some great situations. I I agree with you. The, the Clippers would be the perfect landing spot. Also, I forgot to mention they they said uh, possibly the Nuggets would be interested in him because um, I think they're trying to offload Gary Harris where he's kind of regressed. I know he's had a lot of injuries where he was a you know a top lottery pick, 
mm-hmm. and possibly trading him and then you put Brogdon next to um to their point guard um I can't forget I forget his name. his name yeah and uh put him next to him that would be a good look because he can they kid you know he's basically a combo guard where he can fit in mm-hmm. need him to handle the ball just need yeah. him to finish that would be a good look with him and Brogdon and Brogdon is a solid defender too that's what they mm-hmm. need more defense they got enough scoring yep. pretty much they need some you know some stoppers so I would like to see him you know cause the Nuggets I guess the way it's looking they're not gonna get Bradley Bill anytime soon mm-hmm. unless they give up uh, Porter but I think that would be a good look if he went to um, to the Nuggets mm-hmm. I think that would be um, favorable for him yeah yeah. Nuggets have a lot of little pieces man Last up, real quick, uh, Javale McGee. They said he was he was sick. I think he's just coming back to play with the Cavs. But um, they say the the Blazers are interested in him. And um, like I said, if they do get him, that will be a good look. They need to real, show up their defense, real protector, and um, he'll you know just catch a lot, just get some easy baskets, especially when Dame Dame would gets trapped. Um, when they get it to the to the next player, they need oh, to follow man. the the Warriors blueprint. When Steph gets double, he throws it to Draymond. Draymond goes right to the free throw line, straight up. Mm-hmm. If you don't stop him, or if you think you're looking at him, he's gonna throw it up. And Javier gonna whoop him. And they're gonna dunk it. So that's what they need to possibly, if they can get him, they um you know the aerial attack because yeah. yeah, loosen up good. a lot of those traps. Absolutely. Where yeah. at least you know I know everybody's three happy, but at least you're getting two points instead of nothing. So mm-hmm. the way some of their, mm-hmm. you know, like we said in the past at nauseum that they they double dame and then that's pretty much they it. Double, double CJ and that's they turn, it. They turn the water off. That's absolutely. And um, y'all think y'all have anything else to add or anything in the NBA news y'all we missed or. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm stuck in my ways. I think Marcus Smart should be like. I think he should be like a. I ain't saying he like a, a super free agent, but I think I thought a lot more teams would probably be trying to get him because he, he he might not be like a big time scorer or whatever, but he plays great defense and he plays hard and he got like some fire behind him. I thought maybe a playoff team or a becoming team would try to uh, get him. A very greedy player. Uh, I tell you, I tell you who could use him, and this is gonna sound ridiculous. I, I could see him playing with a team like the Dallas Mavericks. T- to me, the, to me, the Mavericks, I, I, they they got they got a few players, but I think they need somebody like him almost. You know who's gonna, uh, you know what you're gonna get every night. You know, and he's gonna play his heart out. It seems like he understands the game. What is he knows what his job is. What he's there to do. Uh-huh. They too finesse for me. That's what I'm talking about. He's somebody nuts and bolts guy. Yeah. Real quick, I'm just looking at the standings. I, I'm kind of concerned about Golden State. I know Steph hurt his tailbone, but I think it's not super serious. But mm-hmm. I think they're playing. Their schedule is getting easier. I think they're gonna play a lot of teams on the outside of the you know the top teams. Yeah. But they gotta get something. Uh, going because I don't think it's helping. They keep talking about their trading Kelly Oubre, and I don't think that's probably helping him. No, playing on the court when you keep hearing your name brought up um, the different trade scenarios yeah. and especially how to I know they probably don't some of them do check Twitter but the way they talk about them on Twitter and social media like I would be ready to get the hell out of there yeah. to be honest with you because like well, they can't it's like in a lose-lose if they if he plays well then oh they love him to death he's the best then the next game he, he doesn't 
they want to throw him off the um, San Francisco, uh, you know, Golden State Bridge. Like it's like you can't. Turn, it seems like they're starting to turn those crazy franchises where they think they're just supposed to win all the time. Like this, that wasn't the case back in twenty uh, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, where the Golden State would go on those long losing streaks for fifteen games and yeah, stuff, and I, Steph was hurt all the time. I like have, I have not forgotten. I, I can remember back to those times. Some people need to go back in the uh, history books and be thankful for what they. They're still in the hunt. I mean, they're not the you know the top team anymore. No, somebody, they can easily change overnight. I figured they was going to end up probably like the Spurs, kind of like they'll win probably two, lose a few, then come back later on with a new cast and probably win and win probably two or three more. It's kind of like yeah. an up and down thing. Like they weren't going to be like probably like the how the Kobe's Lakers was. Like they won Absolutely. all the uh, championships yeah. back to back, back to back. And everything, I just think they gonna they 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 more in tune with the Spurs. They just gonna win sporadically. But you know those uh, the, the true basketball fans know this thing is it goes in in, in cycles. You know during this this span when the uh, when they were winning all those championships, do, do they do they realize how many games those guys played during that what three four year stretch? It yeah. was incredible. And also, they got to remember too that uh, fatigue. That yeah, Clay, Clay, Clay's uh, out for the year, and KD's not sitting down in the locker in the locker room. Then we don't have uh, a, a lot of those same players, and it's not the same team. And uh, they're, they're trying. They're, they had to drop down a little bit, and now they're trying to make that upswing. And and it's like people, they don't have any patience. They, they're as worse. They're as bad as the uh, what is it? The Knicks in the old days when they go sign some old veteran player trying to. Bring back the glory days. Sometimes you just gotta work through it, and I think that's what Golden State's trying to do. Yeah, that's it. like you say. Everything's in cycle, and I think um, with the LeBron injury now, these teams better try to take advantage of. Like Absolutely. the Jazz, better get you know they kind of been on the losing streak. Yep, they better try to turn the corner and get a lead as best you can. Where you can have home, well, I, I think they're gonna start having more fans probably by the time the playoffs start. Yep. So hopefully having play, you know, um, home court advantage, especially now. Absolutely. If you actually get fans in there, that would be a big jump because you know most of the arenas haven't been full, and if they get halfway full, there might be another dimension. Especially in Utah, they, they're always a tough crowd. Absolutely. And, um, I'm just, I just hope. Um, like you said, I just hope LeBron gets back healthy, uh, AD oh, yeah. gets back healthy, and uh, we have a good playoff run. And hopefully a lot of trades coming up on Thursday. And um, hopefully we're going to have our show and talk about that. So um, with that, we're going to head on out. Uh, remember to check us out on Apple Podcasts if you use that platform. If you use Stitcher and Spotify on Apple Podcasts be sure to subscribe to us write a review give us five stars if you can please because that's the more weighted uh, platform and where we get more ratings we'll be more visible to other potential um, listeners and that would just help us out overall and uh, on Stitcher if you use that um, makes your favorite on there give us five stars if you can share the show if possible to your friends and family and enemies and on Spotify if you use that be sure to follow us on there to be sure to get our most recent episodes and uh, with that I'm Marcus Simmons on behalf of my brother Joey and my pops Joel Simmons y'all take care and uh, peace out peace good night <laughs>